This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Cabo Jim Schaller. Welcome, good neighbors, in episode number 76 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, Estero. Today, we have good neighbor Robbie Adams from A5 Air Conditioning. Robbie, welcome. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure getting to meet people in the community and get to know a little bit more about uh, what's going on out there. So why don't you start by sharing a little bit what you guys do over at E5 Air Conditioning. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, we're a full service and installation company. Um, we do new construction, remodel, maintenance, uh, you know, service calls. Um, we do specialize in uh, higher end new construction. Uh, that's where a large part of my background comes from. I am also a service technician by trade. Uh, been in the industry for almost 20 years now. And um, A5 is a relatively new company. We officially opened our doors November of 23. Uh, none of us here are new to the industry, but the, the company itself is new. That's exciting, exciting stuff. So let's back up a little bit. How did you get involved in the AC business? Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, it's kind of a, it was a random story. I did um, food and beverage for a long time and kind of was burnt out on it and had taken a small hiatus at the end of one of the seasons. And my older brother and I, who actually is my service tech here, um, we had uh, gotten an apartment together and he came home one day and was like, hey, you know, some of his friends need some help doing some uh, duckboard fabrication and, uh, you know, a few days, whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, I, you know, not doing anything else. So I went in and we worked for a day and the owner of that company came out and she handed me a new hire packet. And she said, you're hired. And that was where I worked for almost 18 years after that. So I must have made a good impression. Wow. Yeah. And I, I've come from the food and beverage industry as well, too. It's it's a very demanding industry. It takes a yeah. lot of time and energy out of you. Yeah, it sure does. Um, so are there any, I'm going to say, maybe myths or misconceptions evolving or, you know, around the AC business that we can kind of clear up for our listeners? Uh, I mean, there is, there's, it's, there's a lot of science that, that does go involved in, you know, building and designing a, a properly functioning system in our area. Um, you know, especially with our climate, you know, we're the only subtropical climate in the continental U.S. So one of the big things I hear a lot is, and I'm sure everybody else hears it, you know, too, like this whole NATE certification. And, you know, it's great to have extra training and extra certifications. But, um, you know, these guys that have been in this area that have been working in this area for a long time and they know the climate, they know this, they don't need a bunch of of extra training, you know, this isn't something that's mandatory. Um, and then to be quite honest with you, the first time I became NATE certified, I had been doing air conditioning for about three weeks and I was able to pass the test. And I, I feel like it's it's almost like a, a gimmicky sales thing. Like, oh, if it's not NATE certified, they're not qualified to do the work in your home. And they, you know, it's, it's great. Like I said, it's good to do the extra training and, and, and have, you know, any certification you can, but it's not deciding, you know, how good of a technician or how good of a company you are. Um, you know, I look for more of, you know, skilled tradesmen that are, you know, loyal, that, you know, aren't sales generated, um, that can come in and do a good job and, you know, an honest job at, at that. 
And then licensing is a big thing too, especially with well, yeah. what happened after Ian down here. We had so many people coming to town that weren't licensed to do work down here and were yeah. causing yeah. all kinds of trouble. Yeah, it's a huge thing. I mean, the licensing, um, you know, not for not is a is super pain to obtain. It's not a fast process by any means. Um, and, you know, when I went through the, the, the school to, to get mine, the lady basically that was teaching the class, she's like, you know, this, this licensing is really what weeds out the people that can and cannot contract. You know, if you can't get through this testing, then you probably shouldn't be the owner of a company in the first place. And she was right. It, it's grueling. Absolutely. That's good, though. That's it's a good way to vet and make sure that you're, you guys are, are qualified properly. Is, um, now, we've all had some type of, I want to say, hardship along our journey or challenge, maybe. Sure. That's maybe defined us and we can look back now and say we're in a better place because of it. Is there something that happened along your journey that puts you in a better spot? You know, actually, it, this whole recent endeavor was probably the one of the bigger hardships. So, you know, like I said, you know, back in 05, I started working for an AC company and the owners of the company that I worked for were just amazing people, both professionally and personally. Um, they mentored me in, in every way. And, and I even tell people in, in, in life in general, how to become a better person. And um, they sold the company that I was working at, at the beginning of 23. And I mean, that was everything. I raised my my oldest son in that warehouse. So it, it hit, hit me really, really hard. And um, I wasn't overly excited about the company that had bought us. So that really just didn't work out. And it kind of gave me the final push that I needed to move into, you know, ownership of a company. I had a an immense amount of loyalty to the people I worked for. I would have worked for them forever and not really realized that I needed to take this next step and, you know, become, you know, the owner of, of my own company and, and, you know, write my own story. And had it not been for that, you know, it would have never happened. And, and like I said, it's, it was just that violent shove I needed to, all right, cool. It's time to take the next step. And, you know, there was a time where, you know, I was, I was defeated with the whole situation and, and then, you know, started going into the licensing and then, you know, just looking at the, you know, setting up the, the structure of, of a company and everything. I mean, it was overwhelming and uh, you know, I had amazing support from, you know, people, you know, close to me, especially my wife, she was just behind me hundred percent. It's just like, just do it. You got it. And, um, you know, it's the best thing I ever did. I, I, I hit the ground running. Um, and I'm just not gonna look back, you know, everything's, everything's going as expected. That's great. And it's, and that's one thing to do your testament. It's, it's, it's one thing to be good at what you do in an industry or, or your job. It's another thing to run the business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> involved in that. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a whole bunch oh, of that other side of the, on the clerical, especially because, you know, like I said, I'm a tradesman. So, yeah. um, you know, pushing papers all day long is not for, you know, those kinds of people that have that mindset. So, uh, that was one of the big things that I made sure to set up in this company was, you know, specialized people that can handle these individual tasks that are just outside of what I normally do. Um, so I have a great support group here within the company, um, both clerically and out in the field, uh, have made this, this whole thing possible. Um, and, you know, we've all worked with each other for a long time. So, you know, everybody knew who it was and, um, it's been, honestly, it's been pretty smooth sailing. I can't, I can't say that I have anything to majorly complain about. 
That's great. That's great. Learning to delegate. That's it. <laughs> are, are you seeing any type of trends within the industry or any effects of, you know, uh, what happened with Ian and things like that? Yeah, there is. And, you know, it, it's kind of a, a character development type of a situation that I noticed, you know, so one of the things that I saw personally, you know, whenever you give an, uh, an abundance of work, you know, people tend to chase the dollar signs and, um, you know, forget about the people that were loyal to them and kept them going through the normal life. And when all this stuff kind of settles down, you know, you, you got to get back into your normal in some way. And if you didn't maintain those relationships, you know, along the way while you did that, then they might not still be there when, when you get back. And I saw that a lot with the, um, like the new construction remodel side, um, you know, different trades. I mean, you know, especially like AC and electricians, roofers, that sort of thing. Uh, they had more work than they knew what to do with. And it was just, you know, great because they could pick and choose what job they wanted. And they tend to go towards the larger, you know, higher dollar jobs. And um, the relationships that they had established are, are ruined. You know, they, they, they lost all those contacts where I always make sure, like, you know, when things come in, in in our in our industry, you know, it's a service world. So it's kind of a first come, first serve. As the phone rings, you just kind of make a to-do list and go off that way. The only precedence that I ever set in front of people as far as that is, you know, it's kind of like a triage. I, I look at people's systems, whether they're completely down, if it's their only system they have in their house, if they have a multitude of systems in the home. And I kind of base it that way. You know, I look at somebody, I was like, all right, this single system house, so 100% of their home isn't cooling. Where I have a four system house over here, meaning, you know, maybe 25% of the house isn't cooling. So, yeah, I might push somebody up the list that way. But for the most part, it just kind of came in and, and went out and in that same order. And uh, I made sure to explain that to everybody in the same way. It's like, look, I'm taking care of everybody, you know, as the order they came in. I'm not picking favorites or choosing uh, dollar amounts in any way like that. And, you know, just, you know, trying to keep everybody happy at the same time is, you know, was a challenge. Absolutely. It's, it's about the customer service. So are you from Southwest Florida originally? Originally, no. Uh, we, my family, uh, we were um, transplants from Michigan. Okay. I moved here, oh, I think it was the summer of 90, I want to say. So I was about five years old. <clears throat> uh, so I'm about as local as you get. Uh, I wasn't born here, but I was definitely raised here. I went to, you know, schooling, um, you know, grade school, high school, that sort of thing. And, and I've always lived and worked here. I never, I never went away and came back. So I'm, I'm, I'm about as local as you get. There you go. So you had a, a tiny bit of snow to remember, but not a lot. So yeah, yeah, I, very, very limited amounts. Um, I don't, I don't remember quite. I, I was born in February, so I know that it was cold when I was born, and I, I like the colder weathers. Uh, the, the hot summers definitely beat me up here. Um, especially being fair skinned, uh, I'm, I'm not exactly <laughs> somebody that hangs out outside all the time, but I do love outdoors um, as well. Just not so much in the summertime in Florida. There you go. So outside of work, I know owning a business is very demanding. You probably mm -hmm. have very little free time, but what do you like to do when you do have a minute or two? Uh, yeah, I have absolutely zero free time. Uh, so the company's demanding, but I also, I have a three of five and a 16 year old, all boys. Um, so we are pretty much, you know, family, family, family. My oldest is a, a baseball player. Um, I coached him for years, so I love going out and, you know, taking the little ones out to his games and his practices and stuff and watching them, um, you know, excel at that. He's, he's in high school, so he's at a level where the games are starting to get extremely competitive, travel ball. So we do a lot of running around the state. Um, if I ever do get a chance to do something by myself, um, 
my uh, my brother and I, we like to go up Sarasota area. There's a, a trap and skeet range up there. Uh, we do like skeet shooting. Um, you know, fishing is always, you know, a good thing to do in, in, in Florida. Um, but, you know, I kind of had to put all that stuff a little bit on the back burner when I have the two little ones because they're uh, 18 months apart and wound up. So I do. Oh, God. Got I do the, chasing kids around. That's, that's what I do for fun. That's it. So. Uh, is there any last things that maybe our, our listeners should know about A5 that, that that they don't know or should, you know, should know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, A5, so, um, you know, the name kind of says it all. A, you know, Adams is my last name. Five represents my, my immediate family. And all of the employees here are extended family. Um, the majority of them I'm, I'm working on over a decade of working with them. As I said, my older brother's uh, part of the company as well. Um, it's a very, very close, tight niched group of people. You know, we all work very, very well and close with each other. And, you know, everybody likes to talk about family style businesses. And, and this is as family as it gets. Um, you know, we treat all of our customers as we would want, uh, you know, our, our family and, and friends to be treated. Um, there's just, you know, no gimmicks. You get what you, you know, what you see, uh, you know, fair and honest is definitely something. But one big thing that I'm trying to bring back in, in, in this industry is, you know, the whole world got extremely disconnected, um, you know, especially post COVID, you know, every, everything was an email or a text message and there's no face to face contact anymore. And when I first came into the industry and shifted over to more of like a sales style of a position, I, I excelled at the dining room table conversations. And that's, what I think that we're, we're all missing again is, you know, sit down and, and get to know your customers, get to know your contractor, look them in the face, you know, pet their dog and develop an actual relationship before you start doing business with somebody. And it's, it's, to me, it's, it's an invaluable, um, a way or approach to, to do work with people. Cause it's, it's just, it's just, you don't see it anymore. And it's, I, I truly believe that it hurts, you know, the long-term relationships, which is what you know we're trying to build here is I don't want to come in, do a bunch of work, get a big paycheck and then never see you again. I want to, you know, do work, fix your problems, deal with your issues, you know, meet as many of your um, requirements for your home as, as possible. And, you know, we'll, we'll continue to have this conversation over the next 10, 15, 20 years. And, um, you know, I just don't feel like a lot of people have that, that nature in them anymore. And it's just really, I don't know. It's discouraging for me to to not have those relationships with our customers anymore. Absolutely, and I agree with you 100. And that's part of why I'm doing this podcast. And I appreciate you you being on because it, it is it gets helps people get to know the people within the community, the businesses in the community. And hey, that's my neighbor. That's yeah. the guy that lives next door. Absolutely, um, you, you you connect on a, a better level. How would our listeners go about getting a hold of you if uh, they have any issues or any questions? Yeah, absolutely. Check us out, a5ac.com. Nice, easy website. Um, our office number is on there. Uh, we, you know, Like I said, it's a relatively new company, so um, there are some limited uh, reviews and stuff on there. Everything's a work in progress. We're on Google. You can check us out there as well. I haven't gotten into all the other Facebooks and Instagrams yet. It's soon coming. Uh, just the the nature of the world, but definitely check out the website. All right, Robbie, thank you for being such a good neighbor and uh, and being on our podcast today. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is the Good Neighbor Podcast. The play. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Estero. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpestero.com. 
That's GNPestero.com or call 239-296-2621.